Hello, my loves. Hi, hi, hi. Okay, so I want to talk about a movie, a Disney Channel original movie. Now, I know I've been lax, you guys, lately on my on my DCOMs. We have to talk about our DCOMs. So I'm going to make this one. I don't know if it's going to be short, long, whatever. Where, nobody ever knows where my, where my things are going to go. I don't even know where they're going to go. But tonight, you guys, I want to talk about the movie Phantom of the Megaplex. Okay, so, you know, we're getting closer and closer to Halloween, girl. Okay, we have like, you know, 30 some odd days, okay, until Halloween, right? So I want to make sure we get a Halloween thing going. Let's do it. Halloween really isn't my jam anymore, you know, ever since I was like eight. Um, Halloween just hasn't been my thing. Now, some of y'all love Halloween. Some of y'all grown ass folks, you know, love Halloween. I'm here for you. I mean, I'm not really, but I understand it. I do, I do. Y'all get to, you know, dress up, all that cute stuff. Bitch, I ain't got no time for no damn costume, okay? Girl, bye. Like, that's just how I feel. I'm not doing it. No. Um, but I see a lot of you guys, especially people I'm friends with, a lot of y'all love Halloween. I respect it. I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. So, but anyway, um, so getting into that, I wanted to talk about a few of our decoms. Now, I know I've seen a lot of you guys on social media asking the question, where is Under Wraps? Why isn't Under Wraps on Disney Plus? It's a decom, right? Where is it at? So, let me be the first to tell you, I don't give two, two two chocolate ice creams about under wraps. I just don't. I know a lot of y'all love it. Cute. Keep it on mute. But seriously, I really do hope that you get your movie on Disney Plus at some point. I truly do. There's a lot of movies I'm looking for as well. Also, has anybody else besides me acknowledged the lack of the famous Jet Jackson? Hello? Like, what you won't do. So first of all, Famous Jet Jackson wasn't only a very popular, okay, very popular Disney Channel TV show, but it had a movie, right? There was a whole movie. And what made Jet Jackson so interesting is, you know how, like, we had the jersey, another one that's not on Disney+, Plus, but we had the jersey. If you were into sports as a kid, the jersey was pretty much your show. Pretty much. Because there were a lot of, like, sports stars, past, present, whatever, on that show, right? I even watched the jersey, and I wasn't into sports, girl. No way, okay? Um, girl, the, the most sporty thing about me was I liked to swim, and I liked badminton. That was pretty much it, bitch. That was pretty much all, okay? Um, but, yeah, they had those stars in there. Well, on Jet Jackson, every now and then there'd be, like, a celebrity on Jet Jackson, like a singer performer, actor, whatever. Um, especially at the end of the episode, there would always be someone leaving Jet a message. I think Youngstown, who sung the song for the show, 98 Degrees, I remember them. Destiny's Child was on the show. Britney Spurs was on the show. So I'm like, where is this iconicness that is the famous Jet? When are we getting it, right? Like, when are we, when are we getting it? Who do we need to contact to get Jet Jackson on Disney Plus and under wraps and other movies like that too. Again, I ain't checking for under wraps. So y'all want it. So I'm, I'm here for you wanting that movie because we have some obscurities on there. We have like, girl, Return to Oz. Bitch, I love me some Return to Oz. Perusa Bulk, if I said your name correctly, if I, 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 I love you. If I didn't, I'm sorry, girl. But that movie, oh, y'all, I love Return to Oz. I love that movie since I was a child, bitch, since I was a child. Some of y'all think it's spooky. Shut up. I love that movie. But, um... We have rarities like that on Disney+. Plus. We don't got no The Jersey. We got no Jet Jackson. We have no Under Wraps. We don't have Dumbo Circus, whatever the hell that was. Remember that Dumbo Circus? Girl, okay, I'm too young to remember Dumbo Circus. I really am. But I, I have, like, flashbacks. Girl, we even have Adventures in Wonderland, which I'm here for. 
Okay, I loved that. I I rooted for that show to come on Disney Plus. Girl, we don't even have a Mickey Mouse Club with Brittany, Christina, and Justin. We don't have Mickey. Well, Brittany and Christina. We don't even have Mickey Mouse Club, <laughs> but we don't, and I'm upset. Anyway, so yeah. We're talking about Phantom of the Megaplex tonight. Now, this movie came out, I think, in 2000. And I want to say this. The Phantom of the Megaplex is one of my favorite DCOMs. No, it is. I don't care what any of y'all say. Oh, but that movie... Shut up. Listen here. That movie was cute. I love Phantom of the Megaplex. One, I've always wanted to work in a movie theater since I was, like, little, little. Who has... Who... Like, who here... Who here? Who out there has, has never wanted to work at a movie theater? If you didn't want to work at one, you probably weren't around the movies very much as a kid. For me, Hollywood celebrity movies, all that stuff, that was my childhood. Like, I grew up knowing all the big stars' names, wanting to be in movies as a child. I really wanted that. So, obviously, whenever I went to the movies, I wanted to to be in the movies, right? Like, I even remember, like, like going into the movie theater in my hometown and having like walking up the stairs and there were like carpeted like movie theater stairs and I thought they were so cool and then like in the the ceiling there would be like little star things in the ce- like I thought movie theaters were so awesome as a kid you just go into this like dark theater and you know you just watch a movie it was so cool I just I loved it I loved the concession stands I loved just standing in line waiting to get to see a movie um we had like a really cheap theater and then we had like a bougie theater and I loved going to both. We went to both and it was fun. Like we went to the drive-in movies. Like I love the movies. So Phantom of the Megaplex, what makes it such an interesting film is it's a film that's actually about, you know, an usher named Pete and he's, he's a assistant manager actually. A young high school kid who has a big thing for the movies. His dad was into the movies. His younger siblings are into the movies. People love movies and I think that's really cool. Like, I loved that about that film. And it's funny because, like, you know, each theater has its own theming. And um, so basically, The Phantom of the Megaplex, again, it's about a kid named Pete. And he's, I think he, it's like summertime or whatever. But he's trying to impress this girl. Um, I think her name's Ashley or some junk. Uh, he's trying to impress her. Um, but the night, there's like a huge movie premiere happening that night. Uh, an actress named Madison Ashley Metz. I don't know. Ma- Madison... Ashley Metz, something like that, is coming to this movie. I think, isn't it three M's? Isn't it Madison something Metz, whatever her name is? She's coming to this movie uh, to premiere her film, this like dinosaur-esque film. I don't know what it's about. Um, and they're basically trying to stop everything from going wrong that night. He has um, a manager named Shane McGibbon, I think, who's like kind of hard on everybody. The whole staff is interesting. Everybody has like their own different quirks that make them work. Um, but then Pete has a, a brother and a sister. Don't ask me their names. I don't care. But they have, he has a brother and sister. And again, like I said, they're really into the movies. The sister's trying to convince the mom to let her go see this movie that's rated PG-13. Um, it's like Sorority of Death or University of Blood or some genre. I don't know what it's called. A mix of those names. And she's like, you can't go see that movie, but you can go take your brother to see like Farmer John or Farmer Brown or whatever. And she's like, um, no, I don't want to see this movie. So she devises a plan with her brother that she'll take him to see this movie. She's going to go sneak out with her friends and go see the movie she's not allowed to see. But later on, she'll give him like a free movie and some all that stuff. So he's down for that. So the mom's like, okay, well, I'm going on a date with this guy. Um, what is the guy's name? It's not Brian, is it? I don't think it's Brian, whatever his name is. Anyway, so the mom is dating. Um, again, I'll, like I said, her the father passed away. The mom's dating and 
the kids all like, I think his name is Brian. I don't know. The kids all like this dude. She obviously is in love with him. So, you know, what could go wrong, right? They're going to go on a date. She's going to have, you know, they're going to go on a date. The kids are going to go see a movie and Pete is going to go to work. Um, and then he'll drop the kids off when he has a break. Well, um, at the theater, we find out that there's like a phantom. There was allegedly, the film, the theater's very old. There's a very, very old theater. It starts off with like a Phantom of the Opera reference. It's a very old theater. Um, and so there's like a mystery of a possible phantom who wants to sabotage the, the, the theater. And because it's such a big night for Shane and Sean, Sean McGiven, Sean McGiven, Shane's my cousin's name. Sean McGiven. Sean and everybody. It's a big night for them. So, uh, you know, everyone wants to make sure it's going smoothly. But the Phantom obviously does not. He wants to wreak havoc on the movie theater. And so Sean, you know, of course, is like out of 10. And everybody else is like, okay, y'all need to chill. Um, It's a very big, big packed night at the theater. Not just because of the premiere, but also because people want to go to the movies. It might be the only theater in town. I'm not really sure. Um, Mickey Rooney is in this, uh, Mickey Rooney? Mickey Rooney, yes, is in this movie. The legendary actor, Mickey Rooney, who has been old since before I was born. Um, no shade to him. Well, he's passed now, but no shade to his legacy. He's an amazing man. And I love Mickey Rooney because I grew up with his voice. You guys might remember him as Santa Claus from Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Um, you might even remember him from the movie Pete's Dragon. He is the old man with the lighthouse um, in Pete's Dragon. Um, and then he also has made a few other appearances and other things here and there. He was a big actor, of course, at one point. Um, he's also the voice of um, the grown-up Todd in um, Fox and the Hound. So more things that you probably have heard him in if you haven't seen his face. Um, but yeah, he's been around for a very, very long time. Very, you know, prestigious actor. He's in this movie. He plays Movie Mason, um, um, an old man who has been with the uh, theater since forever. Um, he doesn't work there anymore, but he still loves to come and be there all the time. Sean can't stand him, but the rest of the, the people who work for Sean love him. And like I said, I love the ensemble cast in this film. Everybody. Hillary Honey's my favorite. I love Hillary Honey because she calls everyone doll and sweetie. I, I just love her character. I, I like I aspire to be a Hillary Honey. Love her. I also think that I'm going to put this out there. I also think that Hillary Honey and Pete would have made a really good couple because I think they're around the same age, like the characters in the film. But also, like, you can tell she's, like, really sweet on him. She says really nice things to him. And she says nice things to everyone. But, like, she encourages him in moments where he feels like he's just, like, less than for the girl that he wants to be with. So I'm just kind of like, I hate this for him. And and Hillary just seems really sweet. So I ship Pete and Hillary. I think that would have been a much better relationship. I don't hate on the girl. I have no beef with her. But I'm saying... There's a jerk in the movie that she kind of spends some of her time with. And I'm like, okay, but if you were worth something, you wouldn't be spending any time with this fool because he a piece of crap, period. Anyway, so again, getting to the premiere, he's trying to promote, he's trying to impress this girl. He's got a lot riding on him. Sean has a lot riding on him. There's a lot riding on the theater itself. And again, things go haywire. But before they do, we meet another guy in the film who's kind of a jerk. And he's the, he is the jerk of the film. He's the one trying to get, uh, the girl's attention, the girl that, that Pete is into get her attention. Um, I think he's like rich or something, has a, a lot of money. There's something that's, that's mentioned in the film that, you know, he's good looking, even though I think Pete is way better looking than him. He's good looking, all these kind of things that the girls want, but Pete feels like he has to get a job and make money. Well, he has a job, but, you know, keep his job, make a lot of money, work hard so he can just compete with him um, to get girls. Um, that's, yeah, it is what it is. Anyway, so... Things start going haywire in the theater. And again, 
each movie has its own technical issues and each movie's technical issues like are a part of the title so like I think one's called like glimpses of Eve or whatever and in the movie you see only glimpses of her because like everything's out of frame it's just crazy there's another one that like that has like a tornado so there's like a huge fan blowing in the room that's like blowing everybody out of the theater um in one movie I think it's about like like some kind of flood or whatever and like the, the audience gets like flooded out so again it's a fun movie it's, it's a cute little movie there were things about it that I was like this is ridiculous for example there's a moment where the two younger kids are um part of the investigation they want to find out who the phantom is excuse me and they're running down flights of stairs I don't know how big this building is or how many floors it's supposed to have, but when I tell you they ran down like six, seven flights of stairs, I'm like, wait, and then went down to the basement and went down another flight of stairs. I was like, how big is this building and how many like theater screens do they have? Like, and that could be the reason. That could be like a part of the plot as to why there's so many people in this theater because there's a crap ton of people in this theater, like at all times. And that could be the reason why is because there's just so many floors. I'm not really sure. Um, I could have sworn someone said that someone had, there was like a fifth floor, but I don't remember if I heard that clearly, I'm not really sure, but there seems to be so many, like there's so many flights of stairs these kids go down. I'm like, that is not normal for, even for a movie theater. Like that's just too many flights of stairs for a theater to have. Like how big is this building? And I've been in some really big movie theaters. Um, so I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm not correct. I, I, I've never gone down like long flights of stairs in movie theaters like that to that to that point but I've seen some pretty big theaters that might be might be a few stories high I'm not really sure but that just seemed like a lot of stairs to go down for those kids plus what's down in the basement that just seemed like way too many flights of stairs I was more like this feels like they're in like a hotel you know versus being in a theater that was just my my own little gripe about that movie but again it's a really really cute film I'm not going to give anything away I I mean I'm sure you guys have seen it but if you haven't seen it I don't want to give the ending away for you guys because that would just suck people go missing um there's like a big, really cool, like dinosaur, inflated dinosaur scene. Again, there's a lot of unnecessary things. It's a Disney a Channel original movie back in 2000, which means things are going to be messy. Things are going to be ridiculous. Things are going to be fun, though. Like there's some of the audio sound bites in this movie kill me. There's a moment where the mom and her, her you know, soon to be fiance are on a date um, but they're, they're like at the theater trying to find their kids because their kids keep going missing and crap like that happening with the phones. They, they try to call in the theater, see where the kids are. And like <clears throat> one of the staff members hangs up the phone on them. Another person, when they call again, says like, this is the city morgue so, to freak them out. Right. So they get to the premiere because eventually the premiere drops and, you know, a Madison Ashley Metz, whatever her name is, comes and she's like escorted by Mickey Rooney's character and all this stuff, which Mickey Rooney really gets crapped on in this movie by, by the manager, Sean. And it was kind of a fun moment, like where he kind of like, they kind of like put it in his face, like, look, I'm important and you're not kind of thing. Um, and so the mom and her boyfriend or who, like her date come, the, the guy she's going to marry, come to, uh, the theater and someone in the background like a random soundbite goes you're right I was wrong I owe you one I was like where does this what is this like that line has stuck with me since I was a kid because it's just this random soundbite that came out of nowhere of someone just being like you're right I was wrong I owe you one and I'm like who is the face of this woman who's saying this? Because you don't see her anywhere. This it, this movie has a lot of those kind of sound bites in it where you're just like, what was that? What was the purpose of that? Like, 
I I just yeah. Um, it reminds me of playing the game Disney Infinity. If you ever play, I'm not um, Disney Disneyland Adventures for the Switch or whatever game you can have. I just actually downloaded it recently for the Switch. I needed some Disney, uh, not Switch, for the Xbox One. I needed some Disney in my life. This is like last year. Um, I had it before, and then I like I think I bought the the Xbox Connect or whatever with it. Like. 10-ish years ago, and um, I just got rid of the game, I got rid of the connector, and like that, so I went back and got it digitally on the other, on whatever Xbox system I have in my house now, um, and uh, I just remember hearing some of the sound bites in there, because again, it's made to feel like you're in Disneyland, Disneyland's super crowded, which it, it's always super crowded, but you're hearing like random conversations of people just talking, and sometimes like little sound bites will stick out in your head, but that is one sound bite that always stuck out in my head, it's just this random woman like just being like, you're right, I, I was wrong, I owe you one, I don't know why that just like, when you watch the movie and you hear that soundbite for yourself, you might be like, okay, yeah, that was kind of unnecessary and just out of nowhere, sure. Um, but yeah, really, really good movie. It just brings me back to when I used to love, like, Disney Channel um, original movies. I would, like, come home from school and get so excited. There was, like, the Disney Adventures book, the little book that always, like, had like, the premiere movies on the cover or on the back just to get you ready for it. Remember those little books, the little Disney books? Um, like the magazines you could buy in the store. They weren't like gossip magazines per se. They were just kind of Disney-related things that kind of looked like gossip magazines, but they were much smaller. Those. Um, I just, like I said, it brought me back to those days, and I love watching Phantom of the, uh, Phantom of the Megaplex. A lot of the actors, I think, went on to do different projects. Um, I, 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 I think the main actor's name is Taylor. Um, I've seen a few things that he was in. I used to have, like, a huge crush on him, but I, I mean, he's still handsome. Um... But um, I, I've seen him in a few things after this movie. I think even with other people from different DCOMs as well. So, but yeah, um, a lot of the actors went on to do different things after this. Not I, I haven't seen any of them in anything like big lately. Like some of them come from Disney and they do big things. Like Kelly Coco is a, a good example of that. She was in, I think... Uh, what was it? Alley Cat Strike. And now look at her. She's on Big Bang. She's done, you know, Brandy and Mr. Whiskers, other things through Disney as well. Obviously, like, you know, Raven and stuff, but Raven comes from, from different stock than just Disney. So but there's a lot of the Disney Channel original movie kids that like they do a lot of movies either before or after. Um, and then sometimes you still have from them, sometimes you don't. Like every time we see Christy Romano now, she's always talking about her Disney days, but I haven't seen her in anything in recent years I think I saw her in like something on Lifetime a few years back but I haven't seen her in really anything yet um but yeah like anyway like DCOMs like at that point in my life were like so so big you know Xenon Xenon was equal um the Cheetah Girls hadn't come out yet but when they came out I was a big fan of those um I'm going to get into Don't Look Under the Bed and a lot of the other Halloween ones on Disney+. Plus. But yeah, this is just a really, really fun movie. Again, if you guys really just want to watch something campy, something like early 2000s, late 90s, this is a good movie, I think, for you guys to watch. It's super duper cute. And it's just, it's back when DCOMs were decent, if not really good. I mean, I consider this a good movie. Again, I like movie theaters. So I think I, I consider this movie a, a really cute little mystery movie just it's for kids so don't go in thinking it's going to be this you know <coughs> big grandiose thing it's just a really cute little decom movie it's not my favorite but it's not anywhere near the worst um we've already talked about girl versus monster and invisible sister whatever though like the newer halloween films are <coughs> halloween themed or suspenseful films girl please 
please miss me with that mess. Girl, what was Girl versus? I'm still trying to figure out what was Girl versus Monster also. <laughs> I was on Disney Plus today. Obviously, that's where I watched the movie. And I was looking through. They have a Halloween collection on Disney Plus, right? Girl. Girl. Miss. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this, girl. So they have movies that are recommended for you, right? They're recommended movies. And on the Halloween list, obviously, it shows you the whole Halloween playlist. Tell me why all three of the Halloween movies are back to back to back. Halloween Town 4 is like way in the back of the list of the movies. Like, they, 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 they did that on purpose. They know how we feel about Halloween Town 4. They know how we feel about Halloween Town 4. I really feel like sometimes they want to go back and say that movie never existed. Or just be like, it's another witch movie without being, you know, related. Because I'm sorry, but the Halloween Town trilogy was iconic. Like, even though number three has its problems, to me, it also has Finn Whitrock. And because Finn Whitrock is in that movie, I can never say anything bad about it because that man is all types of beautiful. The mm, chef's kiss. But um, yes. I just, I just want to thank his parents. I just, I do. And he has a brother. And I, again, I want to thank his parents for him. Yes, absolutely. But anyway, the first two Halloween Town films are just amazing. Like there's, I like, honestly, I think Halloween Town 2 is my favorite of them all. Why? I don't know. I, I feel like the villain was definitely revealed way too early, but I still really liked it. I really liked Halloween Town 2. I wanted more from Halloween Town 2, actually. Like, I feel like that could have been a bigger story than what it was, but it was a really, really good movie. Halloween Town 3, like I said, has a few issues, but it's it's overall a decent film. Halloween Town 4 is just absolutely terrible. It's just terrible. So the fact that they separated it from the rest of the movies like that was like, you guys know. Like, they know how bad it is. Um, but yeah, I'm going to get into... Don't look under the bed at some point. I'm going to get into uh, the screen team. I remember watching the screen team when I was younger, like loosely watching the screen team. I wasn't a big, big fan of it, but I remember watching a little bit of it. And then I want to get into zombies one and two. But now listen here, I've seen the zombies movies and as much as I like some of the songs, yes, I do. Shut up. I have a special connection to that movie. And I'll, I'll explain it to you guys when we get into the zombies movies. But, oh, and Descendants. Of course, I have to watch Descendants because it's Halloween time. Um, but, yeah, um, it, it, it's going to be, yeah. So, Zombies 1 and 2, we'll get into that. Oh, goodness. Those movies. Those movies. Those movies. As long as I don't have to sit here and watch Teen Beach and Teen Beach 2 for y'all, I'm fine. Because I'm sorry, but no. Like, I draw the line around around Teen Beach movies. That's where I'm like, no. But we're not what we're not doing is that. Like, no. I even watched Camp Rock, like parts of Camp Rock 2 recently, y'all. And let me tell you, I was cringing the whole time. Like, who thought? Some of this, look, I love the songs in Camp Rock too, but who thought this was a good idea? When Jimmy Lovato was doing that step march, whatever, to the, oh no, I was like, please turn this off. She thought she, she thought she was doing, sorry. They thought they were doing something in that moment. I, I, no, I 100% sincerely apologize, but that was a thing. Anyway, you guys, I will see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Remember, Phantom of the Megaplex is on Disney Plus and it's part of the Disney Halloween collection. So you can always watch it on the Halloween collection if you can't look for it manually. I'll see you guys later. Peace.